This order's to go. I'm uh, terribly sorry about all the damage, sir. Oh, I've been uh, working out. Podcast episode four twenty five. I'm Matt Durson, and I'm general. Oh, sorry. I'm non hunt. <laughs> <laughs> Kneel before Clay Inferno. Well, welcome back. It's uh, welcome we're gonna back. Do... Welcome back. Welcome back. This is not the oh 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 oh. Is this the Mister Kata episode? Oh oh. Oh, Mister Kata. I don't know. Oh, this... We'll have to wait. We'll do that. Matter? We'll do that some okay. other time. Not when we're at 425, the anniversary oh. issue here. We did a hey, we, we we did a reference on 420 for Harrison Ford, the big pothead. Yeah, man. That's... Harrison Ford 20. Oh, oh man. I'm full of puns today. So we were gonna do today Superman 2. Superman 2? <laughs> the other Superman 2. And then the other Superman 2. <laughs> we were all, you know, we're going to get them all in there. Because Superman, Superman 2, it's Superman 2, the Donner Cut. We're all, it's kind of one long, big movie. It's it's crazy. It's a crazy thing. I feel like this movie, it's almost like one of those true crime podcasts. We should talk it. We should uh, we should talk about it in one of those voices, like we're just reading from a, you know, like those murder podcasts. That oh, are like so on uh, the skit on Portlandia where they have like Fred Armisen is like the cops are just doing their regular jobs and like there's a uh, somebody playing like plucking on a violin and they're just narrating what the cops are doing. He's opening the paper drawers. <laughs> And that was very popular. There was there was an episode in The Simpsons I remember about it too. It was really funny where Lisa and Marge were like obsessed with this like true crime podcast. But welcome hey, to my house. It's gonna be our new format. Oh, yeah. Stacey is That's also obsessed do. with uh, all that stuff. The true crime where a, an artist gets a movie ripped away from him. Yes. Which eh, I don't know if that's what happened here or not. Uh, how do how do we want to start this? I guess it's so. Start at the beginning. You're driving this ship, pal. As we normally do. As yeah, you chose. You lead. So, Are you ready? Superman. Superman. Richard Donner was hired by the. Uh, what is? How do you pronounce Salt it? Salkinds. Salkinds. Sal Remember, it Take takes all kinds. Salkinds. Damn it! You beat <laughs> me to it. I was I was pausing uh, so I could. You. Stretch it out, but we 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 hit the joke at the same time. Oh, that was a good one. Mutual good joke. One. So we they they hired Richard Donner. They got Marlon Brando. Then they got Mario Puzo to to work on the script. 
they had all these ideas for this great Superman movie. And Richard Donner had just come off the Omen. So they were they were doing all right. And Gene, once they got Brando, it's like they got Gene Hackman. Of course, they Brando screwed them in a way, like really, by getting all kinds of points stuff. But so they had this ginormous 500-page script for this huge Superman movie. And it was going to be two movies. And they filmed them simultaneously, not even back to back. Yeah, so right. filming on your Daily Planet set. You do all your Daily Planet shots at the same time. Yeah, and then all the Fortress of Solitude and all the whatever. Man, that script supervisor must have really earned their money. It's yeah. like, <laughs> what's to keep everything? The script supervisor has to keep everything like consistent and scene to scene. Imagine two movies. My God. And, I mean, you got to figure, like, Mario Puzo, you know, famously, like, well-known for the the God. This time it really is known for the Godfather. So he has, like, uh, you know, big ideas. So you can yeah. see how, you know, that they wanted to cram a lot in. <laughs> but then yeah. they brought in Tom Mankiewicz to kind of right. like was... mold it, who, who – uh, who was the writer on Diamonds Are Forever, Live and Let Die, and The Man with the Golden Gun. Three of my least favorite Bond films. There was tension, though. Uh, the, the movie started to go over budget. There was, you know... Well, Don uh, said he never... Richard Donner said he never saw it. Right, he never saw the budget. Yeah. There's all kinds of craziness. The first one comes comes out, and it is a success. So, yeah. like, because there was, there was also this talk, like... By Richard Donner and his crew, Mank uh, included, <laughs> that like, well, if we do one and it it doesn't make a lot of money, then like, what's the point of saving stuff for the second movie? Why don't we just put all this stuff in the first movie? So, but it does come out and it's a success. And Richard Donner is all set to work on the next one, and he's waiting for the call. And there was like Richard for two, wasn't there like at least seventy five percent of it shot? Right. Yes. Yeah. A good yeah. portion of it was shot, but then they were like, "Hey, all right, we get moving along. We need to finish this. We need we can't keep spending money." And he's like, uh, "All right." And that's why they use that. Another reason they use that ending, the which is supposed to be the ending. Of, yeah, yeah. It's supposed to be. Which is an, an ending I never really liked. Anyway, it sort of ruins. I was because right. like, we just. Me and the worst Mrs. Elder ending. were watching. We watched the Donner Cut last night, and we watched Superman, the movie. Superman? Just finished it uh, a half hour before I signed on. So wait. And I it. said, this, this, this ending ruins the movie for me and the other movie. Right. It ruins the everything. Superman. Like, Superman can just do this yeah. no matter what happens. If he's five minutes late for a meeting with Perry White, why didn't he just go, oh, let me just, I'll be right back, Perry. And just fly around. Yeah, I'm, uh, sorry, Mr. White. Yeah, it's so dumb. Anyway, so Pierre Spengler was also one of the producers of the movie. And the, the root, I mean, there's many different stories about what happened. But the story that, one of the stories was that Richard Darner said, if, if that guy's coming back, I ain't coming back. And uh, they I chose Spengler. And they also, uh, also during the filming, they brought on Richard Lester to kind of help out. Another James Bond guy, right? Didn't he work no, on something? No, Justin? Richard oh. Lester. Um, no, let me tell you who Richard Lester is for a second. Sorry. <laughs> Get out of my way. Try to speak. Um, 
uh, Richard Lesser is famous for doing the Beatles' Hard Day's Night. Like, that was his big claim to fame, and like, the, right, you know, wow. helping launch the Beatles into the stratosphere. And he came on to the Superman movie because the Salkinds owed him money for, like, him doing, like, Three Musketeers movies for him. So they're like, we'll finish paying you if you, if you yeah. help, help us which, is like, which seems like, shouldn't you be paying me more? Because I already did the <laughs> job I should have been paid for. I, you know, fucking. Yeah, so... Um, but apparently he was told, or he told Richard Donner, he's like, hey, I'm not here to help. I'm just here to be the, the go-between, you know, between the Salkinds and you. And I'm your guy. Like, I'll be the guy. But, and, so, and he may have legitimately thought that at the time. I don't know. I don't right. Know. I mean, I'm not saying anything bad about any of this. Is just I'll say different. something bad about Richard Lesser. He did Superman 3. So well, hey, now. I rest my case. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> That we could do a whole podcast about that crappy movie too. Maybe next time. Maybe. Nobody's talking about that one. Everybody talks about this one. Yes. So, anyway, they went with Lester. So, because after he said, "All right, if you're bringing back Spengler, I don't want to, I don't want to do it," and so they said, "Fine." And so, even though there was seventy-five percent of the movie done, they brought in Lester, and then he had to go and shoot at least fifty percent of it in order to get full credit. Otherwise, they would have to get co directors and although richard donner had no desire he's like i don't do partial credit so even though stuff that was done he had to go and reshoot 50 at least 50 percent of the movie so sometimes it was like a just a quick cut in or something like it was very it was very strange uh, but there was also a lot of stuff that he took out and added he had a lot of the goofiness yeah like that guy on the phone yeah Getting blown around. <laughs> That's pretty bad. <laughs> so he trashed a lot of the footage. He wanted the the comic, like the old school comic booky kind of feel to it. Just the camp, like the Batman '66. Yeah. yeah. Margo Kidder apparently didn't like him at all. They, uh, most of the actors were, in fact, were Team Donner. In fact, Gene Hackman didn't come back to shoot anything, and the president, E.G. Marshall. Didn't come back, so they did like, like the body double. That whole everybody, Nebby, Valerie Perrine, E.G. Marshall, the, uh, none yeah. of them came back. They don't want anything oh. to do with it. Valerie Perrine had already been fired, apparently. Right? I mean, she just disappears. That's a marker. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. This test marker. I guess, yeah, but I never really noticed that. So I was like <laughs> looking at the trivia for this, and I was like, yeah, I guess she's gone. I just figured she was. I don't know. Sort of like how Ultramagnus disappeared at the end of Transformers the movie, and I never noticed until Durson pointed it out. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, apparently she appeared. I mean, it's just crazy. Like, I mean, it's so weird. I, all these, like, everybody, obviously, Brando wasn't brought back either. Yeah, they didn't want to pay him more money. They didn't want to pay him all that right. money. So they put his mom in, which actually I don't. I don't mind. Yeah, that. that doesn't bother me. That's no, actually... it's it's good to have. Well, from the both cuts, like you see, you see uh, Zor L and Lara L, both important to the Superman mythos. Both uh, both good, you know, in the in the genre of comic book things to have in there. It's pretty awesome to have both the mom and the dad. I don't know. I I feel like the in that one, the Lester cut. His mom is like nicer. She's like, I don't know, whatever. Well, that's mom's for you. Mom, mom's <laughs> got a mom. You know what I mean? 
Yeah, mom's <laughs> got a mom, exactly. Please be Somerset mom. Please be Somerset mom. All right. Let's just do the quick. So one of the differences, the three villains, the Kryptonians, General Zod, Ursa, and Nun, who are... One thing that this movie does do is show a lot of the first movie in, like, the, the first, like... Like, clip hour? Yeah, <laughs> it's so long. That's all right, though. I liked it. I don't think I ever saw the original until I was like an adult, and I never had to because they play so much of it at the beginning of this one. So anyway, so those three criminals are sentenced to life in the Phantom Zone by Jarrell. And then we... Well, by the council, and then Jarrell has to make it. He's the final. Right. Yeah. He's the final vote. And Terrence Stamp as General Zod is awesome. And he's and so mad. I have to he's... I have to inject a, a factoid that's for the Superman super fans out there. There was supposed to be four original uh, Kryptonian villains in Exile. Somebody named Jax L was supposed to be mm-hmm. there, and he was kind of like a um, a Loki, like a like a jokester kind of thing. But he was. Uh, I think it was Jack L, as in Jackal, like a Jackal. A Jack L. Oh, you yeah. played the Jackal in our Spider-Man audio comics. I probably did better than this guy would have. He didn't make, like, they he, never filmed he didn't, anything. He, the him. character was never cast, and he didn't make it in. Yeah. I'm glad. I'm glad they didn't yeah, do that. Yeah, is, three is a good number, you know, to have. You know what they say, two's company, <laughs> but three's a regiment. That's right. <laughs> and when they're yeah, stuck yeah. in the Phantom Zone, I always just thought I, that was, like, totally like a Fleetwood Mac album cover because it's like exactly 12 <laughs> by 12 and it looks like it looks no. like Fleetwood Mac and it's flying through space and everything and uh, th- that was my favorite scene as a little little kid. I was like I can't believe they're like stuck inside the flat record. Yeah, it's, like record the, it's, it's like the beginning of Christmas Story where he's got his face pressed up against the window looking at all the toys. That's what it's like to be an eternity of doing that. Oh, man. Eternity of looking at toys that you'll never have. So in the the two different movies, there's two different versions. In the Donner cut, it is the missile, the nuclear missile that he redirected that Lex Luthor had shot off. He shot into space, and that's what causes the, the, the three villains to get released. Yes. I actually like that better. It does tie it yeah. in better. Yes. This one, there's this whole terrorist trying to blow up the Eiffel Tower thing, and he throws the, the and, elevator and with the bomb in it. And, just... <laughs> and they, they, like, talk about it, too, like, when in the force, Fortress of uh, Solitude, when um, Lara L. says something like, the only thing that could possibly break someone free from the phantom zone is like a nuclear weapon or something i don't know <laughs> good we don't even have those around here so yeah don't, so don't but don't about worry that. about that but just in case it happens if the similar powered villains to you that happen to be flying yeah. around in a fleetwood mac album cover pressed Which up against the glass it's yeah the movie. but just make sure there's no exploding nuclear bombs around that that's bad yeah got that cal <laughs> So, yeah, the villains are released, and they... I, I like the scene on the moon. That's still pretty good, although it's... I don't know if it's... Uh, I like that, too. 
I don't know if it's better in the Leicester cut. I don't know. I don't honestly. I don't remember much about the Leicester cut on that. So they're pretty similar, but I like when she kicks the guy in the balls and he goes off into like off into space. In Japan, they had to cut that out because they didn't want people to see a woman being that dominant. I know. Weird, huh? I read that too. Anyway, so but then they learn about this place called Houston. First, I'd like to talk Houston. about. Plant Houston for one second because in Superman one, when uh, they fire off the uh, the missiles, it's uh, Cliff Clavin is the guy that can't get the missile to stop, and then in Superman right. two, he's, he's at uh, you know NASA headquarters or whatever. Yeah, he got an, uh, he got a what's a curve? He got he got like you know he got a promotion. Or he got transferred because he did a shit job with the the nuclear missile. <laughs> yeah. John Ratzenberger. Clip. He pops up in a lot of movies around that time in very small parts. He's in Empire yeah. Strikes Back too. That's right. He's I, on the. He's on Hoth. I yeah. think in uh, Man of Steel they made one of the one of the army guys named Ratzenberger too. It wasn't him, but they like named the character like the oh. tribute to them. And uh, I'll drop a, a little more knowledge on you. Uh, one of the, the other guy, the other guy that he's talking to, is an actor named you Shane Rimmer who did. The voice of Scott Tracy on Thunderbirds, and Thunderbirds. The tie-in is Derek Meddings, the special effects guy on Thunderbirds, is also the special effects guy on the Superman movies. Wow. And his final movie was Goldeneye. Then he died mm. of cancer. Oh, uh, that's rough. So, but anyway, yeah. So they 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 go off to this place called this planet Houston, which I always thought was, and for some reason I didn't I didn't know until like recently that it's Houston, Idaho, or something, right? I didn't like notice Houston that until, Falls, until uh, I watched this cut, and I was like, I just assumed that the NASA stuff was like Houston, where the... Texas. Texas, right. where yeah. the yeah. NASA stuff Well, was so, there, I didn't know that until right now. Well, yeah, it's it's pretty, it's, it doesn't, it's not a huge deal, but it's kind of weird. So here's where some of the things... The differences and and obviously you're kind of so they were stuck because Richard Donner didn't really want to deal with any Richard Lester stuff. Mm. He said it hurt him, or that's what they they suspect. It just they were just kind of like okay, so we'll just he did the, one of the clips that I saw. He didn't even he's like they hired some fellow I don't remember his name. <laughs> so, all right, well, you he's know got what? the same I, first I, name I, as you. I, you I, I I do want to address the fact that Lois Lane jumps out the window of the Daily Planet. Yeah. Right, and, and then oh well, then I'll let you get there. Sorry, just hit. My no, head. no, that's exactly where I was going, and oh. I was like, "This is this doesn't work." <laughs> and they were they were I think they were putting this out. They were working on this around the same time that Brian Singer was doing his Superman Returns, and I always wondered if that was Brandon Routh they have in the the window going, "Lois, are you okay?" <laughs> I don't think it is, but they did say it was different actors. I, I did note that today, and uh, they used one prop from Superman Returns for like some reshoots that they stuck in the Donner cut, which is the uh, the green piece of crystal that starts the Fortress of Solitude. They like included that in the Donner cut somehow, but it was all it was like leftover footage from uh, Superman Returns. There's That's some... a dumb thing, though. I mean, like, I, I, I like it's, it's goofy anyway, but I mean, just Lois figuring out he's Superman and then jumping out the window and then yeah. him not saving her. Like, yeah. his secret identity means more to him than 
than saving this woman who he loves. Like, <laughs> I mean, I, it's better the way they do it at Niagara Falls. Yeah, it's still she's goofy, not, but it's better. Yeah. She's not. I mean, yeah. I mean, she's in danger, but like, but you that, that's an e uh, that's an easier rescue if you had something right. that you like. Oh, like we got to get some guys with boats to get her or something. You know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this is, and then she ends up rescuing him, which is even funnier. Like she yeah. ends up pulling. And she's like, you're the guy I thought was Superman. But when you jump out the window, that is it. Like, you yeah. either, <laughs> you are yeah. splattered or Superman rescues you. Yeah. But he goes down and he blows the wind, you know, like up. And he shoots a, a thing, like a, a, a an awning down. So she lands on it. It's just, yeah, it's oh, good. my God. But like, it, the, the funny sorry. thing was watching the movies back to back as we did. Uh, I noticed that the fruit stand is there in Superman the movie. Mm -hmm. I noticed that when uh, Perry uh, White is asking for like coffee, you know, no sugar to Jimmy Olsen, then he makes someone else do it. They do that joke again at the end of the Donner cut of Superman 2, where someone knocks on the window as he's walking by. He's like, coffee, no sugar. And so yeah. this guy has to keep getting coffee for Perry White. <laughs> yeah, they, they, they kept the things pretty consistent. And I, I also thought that too because i was noticing that there's like a hole in the ground in superman 2 during that part where they're blowing the wind and the, the fighting and they throw the bus and stuff there's a hole yeah. in the ground there's like men working and i'm wondering if that's from where superman drilled into the ground to get lex yeah Luthor. twirled oh look at that down there but those are only things i was picking up by watching the movies like, right, you would never know that. Probably going to revisit one after having watched uh, Superman 2, just like you did. Sounds like a fun yeah. thing to do. It's, a, yeah. it's one of my yes. favorite movies. I love it. So then the other difference is they use footage from a screen test. Yeah, that's, uh, that's where, tough. Hmm? Yeah, it's, it's tough. She's got a – Lois and Clark are in uh, Niagara Falls because Perry sends them there to say, there, that's a racket. Yeah, yeah, so the, uh, it's a yeah, weird the, thing. Under but... like a, they, they're like a fake honeymoon camp. Couple right. Of... Pretend you're going on a honeymoon and – yeah. So they're going to they're gonna dress up to go to dinner, and she's, she's in a towel just for whatever reason. She pulls out a gun and says, okay, if you're a Superman, it's – it's gonna not gonna hurt, and she shoots him, and nothing happens. And then he's like, "Well, if I wasn't Superman, Clark Kent would be dead." And she's like, "Not from a blank." <laughs> it's still a little weird. It's I still dumb. don't know how how I feel about that. I don't like that scene because it's first no. of all, it's a dumb scene, and second of all, it's a screen test. It's multiple screen tests because like he his hair is changing in the shots, and I'm just like, it just pulls me right out yeah it's also the the donner cut i feel like their effects work is like playstation one level of effects oh it, was, where they were doing new effects work and like i was like this is or something right yeah, yeah 2006. 2006 yeah it's like that that shot of the the washington monument collapsing looks terrible <laughs> them being freed from this phantom zone looks terrible <laughs> mrs mrs elder was like Wait, wait, these were made in 2006? I was like, yeah. That's why I but sent you guys the link to the, the, the fan edit that did it better. Well, I do want to say, like, and I I know, because Clay especially knows how I feel about recuts and re-edits and this, you know, whatever. We'll no, get sir, to the Snyder cut. I don't like it. Later, but 
that is a lot of work. Like they had to find 25 year old footage and literally cut it with, you know, scissors and tape and everything like, and to try to, cause oh, normally you get all these extra frames of film and then you just, you cut them and throw them away pretty much. But I mean, you don't throw them away, but so they had to find all these little tiny little cuts. So it's, 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 almost death by a thousand cuts it's like so monotonous but uh i mean and there's sometimes though just because you have the footage doesn't mean you should do it i mean like you don't need to have the the, the washington monument fall over it, it looks dumb and it doesn't really mean anything in the movie so why why do it it just looks bad well i was you know? just gonna say there's a bunch of disclaimers at the front where it's like we did get yeah. some stuff and we didn't mean to, this is what we could do it's what we wanted it's to do it's more like you even see like richard yeah, Richard yeah. Donner being kind of like, I didn't really want to do it, but then there was like a fan demand kind of thing, and all right, <laughs> you know what I mean? It's, it's, almost it's not like... like completely invested, like like everything's digital now, so like, you know, however you feel about it, like the new Justice League cut is gonna look like a whole movie. It's not gonna look like this. The, the, oh, it's going to look like you know twice I mean? the movie that the other one was. It's, it's like four <laughs> hours long, for Christ's sake. Anyway, we'll, I, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. But the the whole point is she knows he's Superman, and then it's a whole thing. He takes her to the Fortress of Solitude. They He makes a souffle. <laughs> X-ray vision, which is really weird. They sleep together, which apparently Margaret Kidder is like, uh, looking back, I agree with the prudes. It was a little weird, but I don't know why. I mean, whatever. But meanwhile, while he's banging Lois, these these three villains have landed at Houston. They're like, you know, fucking shit up. Th this in the Donner cut, they kill that little kid. Like, what did the they fuck? kill? Because when I was watching it, I it didn't happen in. I didn't think it happened. I didn't even oh, remember seeing it. The version that I saw, he's riding away on a horse. Yeah, they, that's what I was saying to Mrs. Uh, Elder. I was like, oh, I guess they're not doing the thing where he's riding away on a horse. And he said he, he was just a boy and now he'll never be a man. I thought that yeah. was in it. I don't know. That's a, the version I saw. And I had never I seen don't know, that but before. I, I Don takes the, 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 the siren from the top of the police car that he took earlier, throws it, and it's just there's this explosion. And you don't really know. And she said, he was just a boy. And he'll yeah, never be a man. Maybe I hit the fast forward button or something over because I <laughs> was, clearly remembered it and then I didn't see it last night. It's pretty disturbing. I mean, like, yeah. holy shit, to kill that little kid? Wow. Oh. Uh, uh, the sheriff guy was from two of Mankiewicz's uh, James Bond movies, essentially playing the same character. Oh. <laughs> I do like how the villains, when they arrive on earth they're kind of fish out of water thing and like art earth is so badass they're like do you see what i could do do you see that and, you know it's also odd is that that snake bites her and she's like ow see look yeah. i'm gonna be super nitpicky sorry Shouldn't because not like, feel it at all but... superman movie logic is all over the place i still enjoy these first two films yeah uh but the but like it's inconsistent in its uh well, I guess knowing how it was made, it's kind of easy to understand why it was so, it was so all over the place. But it's a miracle they even got it as good as it did, uh, as it was. So, anyways, those are like, badass. Up, they find out like we'll go to the president, you know, and whatever. Like, who is this? Anyway, who is so they, leader? Hmm? Yes, 
I answer that that general guy says I answer only to the president. It's like all right, then he shall answer to me. So they go to the White House. The uh, the classic Lester version has them shoot the the Mount Rushmore. <laughs> <laughs> I missed that in the Donner Cup. That's the classic goofiness of the Lester version versus the Donner version. But yeah, this, they go to the White House. They throw everybody all over the place. And then out of nowhere, he goes, okay, I surrender all of my authority to General Zod. Boop. That's it. He's like on the TV going, I surrender the entire world to General Zod. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's like, wait, 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 wait. wait. <laughs> Meanwhile, Superman's having a little discussion with his dad in, in the Donner cut. Dad, he loves this woman and his dad says, like, well, you can't have both. You can't be Superman and be in love with an Earth lady. Uh, it doesn't really explain why, I guess. Yeah, I, I, I didn't see the logic <laughs> in that, but okay. Go why on. can't I just love an Earth lady what, and yeah. still save people? It's like you can't do both is basically what he's saying. You can't save them and be part of them or something. I mean, I don't know. It's weird, but. There's all sorts of religious overtones, too, about Jesus right. and Superman all the time and whatever. Yeah. There are a lot of whatnot. Sending, casting Satan out of, you know, like, which, who General Zod is Satan. That's kind of a religious thing there and all that. Satan, get in hey. the album cover. Yeah, right. Get in there, Satan. So he goes in the little chamber. I Lois is standing there in her socks and her Superman shirt. Her Superman sees, jammies. Yeah, her Superman jammies. <laughs> So they, they say, okay, once you do this, there's no going back, which, of course, he goes back in about 10 minutes. But that's all right. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, so so they so they get in their car that they had at the Fortress of Solitude <laughs> and drive down to a diner, and then Clark gets beat up yeah. in both versions. Right. That, that one is consistent. This jerky guy, Clark comes out and says, excuse me, sir, I believe you're in my seat. And he says, yeah, seat's in there, buddy, which I think is, or your seat's in there for us, which is kind of funny because he came out of the toilet. So I thought that was a pretty funny line. Yeah, I, I, it's funny because he's like, asked Lois, he's like, hey, can I buy you something to eat? Usually, like, yeah. can I buy you a drink? It's like, <laughs> can I buy you some moons? Can I buy you a, <laughs> some, a grease burger? Can I buy you some moons over my hammy? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe he knows that's the way to her heart. I mean, earlier on, she got hot dogs and orange juice. Uh, Ugh, like as a kid. <laughs> <laughs> and a hamburger. Give me a hamburger, Clark. It's always uh, like food. Anyway, but like, yeah, so like he's now depowered and he gets beat up by this guy pretty easily. See, here's here's another issue I have. Superman can take on three bad guys with his regular his Superman strength. So that's the equivalent of right. like if a me was fighting three people like right you know what i'm saying so he should right. be able to handle himself handle himself kind of okay against this guy maybe not beat him but he should certainly be able to, to, to like not just sit there and get sucker punched like three times he did get hit in the back if that's yeah. any consolation i think it was he got, more the he idea. stood up right in front of him and he got punched in the stomach I know. Yeah. Kick him in the head and punch him in the stomach or whatever. <laughs> whatever he used to say. <laughs> I, I do like the scene where he sees his own blood and he's he's very he seems kind of like 
he's it's almost more psychological that he's yeah and he's like my blood that's my blood like it's kind of like he never he's never got beat up before you know like he doesn't know what it feels like he's like yeah Ow. So i kind of i did like that that bit but yeah so then he just goes back like because he sees yeah. zod on tv and he's like oh it's my fault or whatever like well because this president's like where are you superman he just walks right back. Superman. Well, yeah. I like I like to I like to imagine that when that truck drives by and he's like, "Hey, hey!" It's the trucker that beat him up, and he's like, "Fuck you!" So then at the end, when he goes and kicks his ass, it's all it's all good. Which in the Donner cut, I have something to say about that. All right. We'll get there. But so I was like, uh, then he shows up at the Fortress of Solitude and Clay's there and goes, just kidding. Here you go. Basically, yeah. I mean, like, there's nothing that's, I guess he's just, nothing. There's, there's, <laughs> that's why I was better with the mom. Yeah. You know, the mom like, I, but they don't, I don't think they show anything in the oh, Lester right. cut. Like, he goes yeah. there. They, does he see, like, a green glow or something? And that's it. I, yeah, I don't I think, I think it's a little more dramatic because you don't really know what happens until he yeah, shows up. It's fun. The... His, dad, his dad goes like, look, at, I know what yeah. I said, but all right, now for real this time, this is the real last time you can do now it. Now you are going to be Superman. Yeah. No more take backs. That's it. No more. <laughs> and like, so... why would you ever give this up, you idiot? We'll give you one yeah, duo. I, I did say that to Mrs. Elder. I'm like, look, at, I love you and everything, but... I think I would have to put the just think of all the good you could do with all that Superman power. I'd and find I'd, a way to make it work. Yeah. What's the difference anyway? Jor-El is dead. You can't yeah. Yeah. You he's been, he says so in the first movie. He's been dead for thousands of years. Yeah, it's so funny how in in this and in and in uh, Man of Steel, like they have like they have Zor-El and he's like a computer that's all the AI and this is exactly what Zorel would say or do, but like it's really like he's just a regular character and you're just chatting with his dad. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, oh, hey, dad. Yeah. It looks so funny too, with his head just float, like like uh, Mrs. Elder was like, "Oh, Beyondo." Don't <laughs> 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 get me wrong. We were having a great time watching it. You know, sure. I still enjoy this. I'm just I'm just being Good super boy. nitpicky. The Donner cut is. It's a, you know, it's a tough watch. It's not yeah. a normal movie. It's, it's got, you have to just sort of. I think it's for fans. Movie. I mean, you can't just like, right. be like, oh, what are you watching? Oh, Donner Cut. It's like, right. I would yeah. gladly watch it many times, but you know, I might have to turn it when, when Mrs. Ferno walks in the room. Like, <laughs> why, why does it look so weird? It's, I mean, it's, you know, it is, but. Anyway, so they're at the White House. Zod is apparently in charge of everything, just sitting around. I don't know. They're not really doing anything. Nod is playing with the, the balls, the, uh, what do they call that thing? They got, yeah. Yeah. I think that's what they balls. call it. The balls. Simmon me sugary. I forget. Anyway, they end up going to Metropolis. Oh, because Lex Luthor. Because Lex Luthor shows up. How did I forget this? I haven't mentioned, we haven't mentioned Lex Luthor at all, which is uh, funny because we didn't get into, we, we mentioned Miss Tess Barker, but yeah, like Luthor found his way to the Fortress of Solitude and figured out that that's where Superman lives and going to use that information to bargain with General Zod and 
So yeah, and he goes and he's like, okay, yeah, so if we go, I know how to get Superman to show up. So they go to the Daily Planet and he's like, this lady, this little lady and he have a special bond. I also want to point out really quick, so Gene Hackman would not wear a bald cap except for the prison scenes. So instead he's wearing like a goofy wig. Yeah. How is that, that better? I don't understand. Yeah. <laughs> he didn't want to see himself as a bald man, maybe? Yeah, but uh, in some scenes he's got his regular hair, which he's going bald at the time. So yeah. I was like, why? Yeah, should have just. He looked fine with the bald cap. Yeah. Weird. Anyways. Yeah. It was also, what was that story about the mustache, too? He didn't want to shave his mustache or something. You know that story? Oh, I don't know. Oh, that's not the joke. I thought you were talking about the joke. That's the Joker. On I like that right? two of the oh, biggest. Oh no, but there uh, was villains. this was a thing with Donner set him up with some. I'm not going to oh, tell the story because I can't remember it right. I don't all need right. someone yelling at the podcast like Redshirt Brian getting all upset that I can't remember this. <laughs> <laughs> he's probably doing it right now. Thanks for listening, Brian. Yeah. Anyways, so he's a Zod is about to kill him all. He's not very patient. He's going to kill. He's gonna kill Lex baby. Lex. He's gonna kill Lex baby. He's gonna kill you know all of them. He's we were disappointed been... that the the Donner cut didn't have the heavenly people have ever heard of doorknobs before, whatever. <laughs> that joke got cut out. We were sad about that because we we make that reference a lot in in this household here at Castle Stardust. Oh, very good. <laughs> in North Dakota. Yes. So he flies up and he's, uh, Superman flies up and he says, I'm not a coward, Zod. I, I yeah, it's like, he, like, the weird thing is in the Lester cut, he says, would you care to step outside? In the Donner right. cut, he says, haven't you ever heard of freedom of the press? Right. Which I'm like, well, you guys really didn't want to use any Lester footage, huh? I know, <laughs> like, not even like a, a good line, like yeah. one line, one line. So the fight. I mean, this is the whole movie's been building up to these to this fight with this, you know, all these Kryptonians. And oh, yeah. it's a pretty cool fight. Now, as a little kid, I thought this was the baddest ass thing. I mean Hell yeah. Oh. It's so cool. All the different the the part with the mirror to you know, uh, shine his X-ray vision back at him, throwing him into the Coca-Cola thing, some nice product placement there. It's a Marlboro product placement. So it's a, a Vita product placement. <laughs> they were the biggest sponsor of the film, uh, Marlboro. Yeah. I mean, like, in the, the Lester cut, Lois Lane is, like, chain-smoking. Yeah. She doesn't – she smokes a little bit in the uh, – in the Donner cut. Well, yeah. in the credits, at the very end of the credits of the Donner cut, he's like, I, I've changed, since this movie was made in the late 70s, I've changed my view on smoking and cruelty to animals. So it does not reflect my current beliefs in, you know, uh, smoking and uh, furs. Yeah, all the footage I saw of him, he has this big fur with, like, you know, uh, the Ghostbuster sign. Like, mm. he has this button on that's Whatever. But anyway, it's, it's funny because, like, apparently smoking trucks. Out. I was like, what the hell are you talking about? It's like no a fur. Uh, Anti-fur. Like he's wearing a kit that says, like, no yeah, No, fur, I get it. You know? I had to piece it together, the visual image. I know. In my head. It took me a while, but I got it. The funny thing is, so, like, smoke trucks that, that, that deliver cigarettes aren't marked because they don't want people, like, I don't know. They don't want people throwing Superman into them. Superman they don't want them doing <laughs> pulling a Goodfellas. Right. That's what it is. It's security reasons, really. So I'm going to say, like, I mean, we talk a lot about oh, different actors playing different 
superheroes these days and everybody's playing a superhero, but man, you, it's tough. You're going to be hard pressed to what, be the Christopher Reeve Superman here. Like he's, no, he's, he's I agree. really, he's probably, as I was saying last night, I was like, this was the role this man was born to play. And, That's how I feel uh, about Rosin and James Bond. Like some people just are supposed to play a part or be involved in some sort of thing. And this was Chris Reeve's favorite movie of the franchise as well. Uh, I I agree with him. The part where they're going to throw the bus and he's like, the people! Like, yeah, I don't know. It's I'm not doing it justice, but it's very dramatic. Like, you can tell he really cares. And not he, plays, he plays sincere very well. Yeah. And his Clark Kent it really is, like, slouchy and not cool and doesn't look awesome at all. You know, like, he really can... He can do it. He can have it both uh, with great acting. I, I yeah. remember him saying something about his, like, based as Clark Kent, sort of on, like, old Cary Grant comedies. <laughs> That's pretty... He was a stage-trained, you know, guy. Like, so. Nothing against... I mean, I love a lot of the current superhero movies, but the heroes don't play it, like, heroic... The same in the, with the same I like. I feel the uh, only one that comes close is Chris Evans. Yeah, I agree. He's Johnny Storm. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I love them all. I love Tony Stark, but they, like that, it's just and it's just that one moment to me really like speaks to me. I don't know when he's like, "No, the people," and like they throw the bus and he stops it. And, uh, it's it's great. It's it's really Christopher Reeves as a kid too. Oh my God, I was so into this. I used, I had we had a pink towel in my house, and I used to wrap it around my neck like like a red because I it was like the closest thing I had to a red cape. <laughs> I would pretend to fly around like I love well, this movie. The I other was... thing we did at the time of this movie is we were making our own little audio dramas of Superman, essentially based right on the the movie Superman stuff with my brother. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Because every time Durson says Ursa, I always think of it was like non and Ursa whatever. <laughs> she didn't even get to do her own voice. Maybe we Who was that been guy in our... black suit anyway. That's the other one. That was our Superman. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, yeah. So big fans, and I think it was because Christopher Reeve played it so well, and like it was so convincing, and yeah. So. And I've got the general's odd sticker from the from the superman tops trading cards on my refrigerator from oh, Richard I used Brian. to have those I have a non somewhere like a non sticker all right so like a no prize like a non <laughs> it's a non sticker yeah anyway superman then uh, in both cuts he just and rather than endanger people some more he, he takes off it and, seems like uh, that endangers them more. Yeah, why don't... Because... Yeah, I, I mean, weird. if they started following right away, I'd be like, okay, yeah, no, this makes absolute sense. But but they don't. No, they don't. In fact, and then they kidnap Lois. Or yeah, not again, Lois. but if, you know... Talk about endangering her. They take Lois. They take... Because Lex knows where he lives. Yes, man's address, as he says. So they go to the Fortress of Solitude, which... Where the hell? I don't know where this is, but how long does it take them to fly up there? Isn't it fucking cold? On the North Lois Pole. Is just barely... Yeah. North. Lois. That's not... It's pretty damn cold out there. Anyways, 
but this she, is no, I... she says something. She's like, he Clark says, uh, "Are you cold?" And, and uh, she's like, "No, I, I, I should be, but I'm actually fine." Like just so, like <laughs> so they can explain it to the world, so they don't have to talk about it. You know, like, I mean, I guess. But that's, yeah, but I mean, yeah, that's right. I forgot about that. So. That's when you're in there, but when you're flying up there on Nan's back, wouldn't you be cold? Like, yeah, probably. Probably yeah. cold. Yeah, whatever. Who cares? I don't want to nitpick. Like John. Yeah, no, that's like <laughs> I think you guys well. both want to nitpick. <laughs> that's what this is for nitpicking? Right, where else am I going to do this? Yeah, what are we yeah. going to do? Just well, talk about how great it is. I'm gonna, what am I going to go? Go to the gas station and be like, fill it with the unleaded. And you know what bugs me about Non in this movie? <laughs> he can't shoot the laser. Like, yeah, but that's only in the Lester cut. In the Donner right. cut, he, he seems perfectly capable. So they get up there. In the, in the Lester cut, there's all these... Superman has all these goofy powers, which they never explain. Fan Fanboys hate this. The famous cellophane S that he throws. Cellophane yeah. S. <laughs> which doesn't even do anything like it disappears it, like it's uh, yeah it's it funny every sense. everything mrs elder she's like oh yeah i was talking about this with someone at work once about the giant bearskin rug that he trips over and falls into the fire and that's how she finds out he's superman it's like it doesn't happen in this version she's like oh i remember this part at the end there's a bunch of supermans around i'm like it doesn't happen in this version it's like <laughs> when he throws the giant s i'm like none of that happens in this version <laughs> That's literally stuff just put in there so Richard Lester could get full mm -hmm. credit, like pretty much. I don't know if I'd want to take credit for any of those. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's why the fanboys like uh, the Donner cut better. Anyways, he, you know, it's like okay, Neo before Zod, and he's like, get in there because uh, first he he. Yes, we're yes, doing this alphabetically, yeah. so Neil before Sorry. Zod. That's why I'm in, in line right. at the lunch counter in front of you. <laughs> Neil before Zod. <laughs> well, he has, First uh, before Zod, also non yeah. before Zod. So. Everyone, yeah, everyone. Hey, get in the back, on. Zod. Yeah. Everybody, Clark's first. We'll get through. <laughs> it's a buffet. We can't have buffets now. <laughs> no, we can't. So he conspires with Lex, Superman and Lex, yeah. uh, have a little chat. And he says, okay, so if they go in this chamber, they'll lose their powers and become like everyone else. And Lex immediately turns around and goes, ha ha, nope, um, that chamber's going to rob you of your powers. Don't do it. So he's like, oh. And then the so they're like, well, the, then the, you the go the in there. It's actually sort of funnier at that part because he keeps trying to grab Luthor. He's like, you slime. And he's like, mm. and he's like, yeah. It just made us made us chuckle a lot. <laughs> so Superman gets in the chamber. The red kryptonite, I guess. Um, it's is, just a red it's light. It's just red light, I guess. I don't know. Whatever it is. It robs like, the, I, like outside. The, the, it's like the red sun of krypton. Yes. The red That's, sun of krypton. Yeah. So anybody outside the chamber loses their powers. Uh, but it's a very cool moment in both cuts where, like, he's kneeling before Zod. Zod puts his hand out, and Superman takes it and crushes it. And I always like that scene. And it's that like that, the dramatic, yeah, John Williams score, who also, didn't, you should mention, did not come back. Did not come back, but it was Ken Thorne or something like that. He was busy with, did you ever hear that movie, uh, that really old movie, The Empire Strikes Back? He was busy doing that, <laughs> and Raiders, 
but he let them use the Salkines. Yeah, I'm glad because he let them uh, use the theme and recommended his friend Ken Thorne to do the rest. I had that record, uh, that score, and it had like a laser, like Superman logo, like on on the record itself. It had this like holographic laser etched. It was real neat. I remember and, that. Like, think about what a role John Williams was on at the time. He did Jaws, he did Star Wars, Close Encounters, Superman, yeah. Empire, Raiders. Like, there's no stopping that son of a bitch. He so was just on fire. fire. So many cats. Yeah, he doesn't or... need to come back for Superman 2. Like, he's like, nah, I'm good. Because he also didn't get, he didn't like the Salt Kinds. Yeah, they sounds like, it sounds like nobody liked them. Yeah, they sound like real My pricks. favorite thing that the Salkinds, like when they were thinking uh, who to cast for Superman, was like Muhammad Ali. That seems like a good one, right? They, <laughs> they're like, what? <laughs> he's pretty. He's not even an actor, first of all. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they had some weird, weird choices. Anyway, so he crashes his odds and picks him up by the belt and chucks him. All the way across the like, thing. And then he slides into the abyss. Yeah. Which, man, watch your step if you're living where in the just, Yeah, like, where, what? Like, what if you were Lois and you just tripped and fell? Yeah. <laughs> like, he slides fly. into his DMs. <laughs> <laughs> and then I like poor Nong. He's like, oh, I could just fly over there. Woo. He also falls into the abyss. Yeah. My, my personal friend, Nong. Yes. That's right. Friend. Yeah. Non. Also one of my relatives. <laughs> Played non-ferno. What's his name? Jack O'Halloran. Yeah, Jack O'Halloran. Yeah. Jack O'Halloran. Jack O'Halloran. Jack so, Do you know Jack O'Halloran? <laughs> then Ursa is there. She's, you know, she's got Lois. But Lois just says, you know, you're a real pain in the neck. Punches her. Apparently if you take, she actually did. One take, she knocked her right out, but that's right. Knocks her Good. into the abyss. She's a bad lady. She should yeah. <laughs> No, but I mean the actress. Oh. But anyways. Ronald that's, Reagan, that's... the actor? <laughs> <laughs> My first crush, Ursa, possibly. <laughs> I was huh? thinking, like, watching this, I was like, oh, she's an attractive lady. Yeah. Like, I had never really thought much about it before. Oh, I... I... I'm with Clay. I thought I she was uh, maybe a member of Fleetwood Mac. I didn't know. I was not. <laughs> I like I the, know uh, you know, the pants with the slit all the way up the leg like that. Yeah, I, I like, a, like why didn't I get one of those? I like the short hair. <laughs> I like a short hair girl. Don't tell my girlfriend normally, I'm, long normally hair. I'm not, but I know she's kind of like a goth chick. Yeah, that's what I'm yeah, talking about. She's sort of like Pat Benatar, actually, she makes me think of. Or like uh, Death from Death Sandman. Yes. Yeah. yeah. All the above. I like a chick who could beat me in arm wrestling and just throw me over like she did. I like a chick who can kick me in the balls and I go all the way to the moon. <laughs> <laughs> I like a chick that like belittles me and says, on this planet, men wear jewelry while the women don't. <laughs> Look what I could do. Sick burn. <laughs> so, and, uh, yeah. Evil is vanquished. Lex Luthor is oh sorry. yeah yeah so well, well here's like um in the Donner cut they he they the, leave him there they leave him there and then they blow the place up 
<laughs> it's true. What Superman killed, like everyone complaining in Man of Steel that Superman killed Zod. Well, he already did it in this one. I know. And they I think all people died. are complaining about. Yeah, I mean, he broke his neck, but in Man of Steel, like like millions of people wanted that whole city everybody wanted yeah and i, I have movies with man of steel too and oh. i and i hate that movie but i actually liked it a lot at the time i think i don't anymore because then the following year captain america which one winter soldier or was was that the second one yeah um, Civil War. That, no wait good. which was the second one yeah winter soldier yeah, War, but right. that one was so good i was like this is what superman should be they got it right with captain america you know yeah a noble hero I know. Well, that's the problem. Nothing against Henry Cavill. I think he's a great actor in other things I've seen him in, but he did not have it. He did not have. He's not. Uh, he quite didn't super- have any. He didn't have the scripts to work with. So. Well, that's true too. Yeah. So yeah, this it's blowing up the Fortress of Solitude is kind of a weird choice too. Why would why bother? Is it because he's like part of humanity now, or, or what? What's the deal with that? But he's not. He's not part of humanity. He only was for five minutes, and then. But yeah. is he kind of? I don't need to talk to my dad and get permission to do things. I don't know. They, they don't explain it. He just blows I think it up. That, I I think that in in a Superman sort of way, like he can make another one of those, and like that's just a little bit like glow stick out there and it's, you know, bro. It's a little bit like part of the. That's um, what happens if you leave it in the freezer too long. <laughs> but it starts out like a um like a freezer pop. It's just liquid. But you have to put it in the freezer for it to, you know, get. But then you have to crack it, right? Don't yeah. you? Have, didn't you have to crack, crack it? And then yeah. it glows in the yeah. dark. But what I was gonna say right. is that's part of <laughs> Superman Returns, is like Luther wants to get the Fortress of Solitude juice to like make its own island, and he makes one, but in the middle of the Atlantic. That's that movie was dumb. Yeah. Like yeah. I like I like that plane sequence, but that's it. That's, yeah. that's, that's all I like Brenda Routh. Uh, okay, I, I like I like Brenda Routh also as the Adam in um, and then he played a version of Superman in um, in the the Crisis on Infinite Earth crossover that I'm just did. He was got to he was back. he was yeah. awesome as that. That was like so cool. But I, I also thought kept... even though he's um, even though he's a total scumbag now, like uh, Kevin Spacey. To follow up the Gene Hackman Lex Luthor, I thought was a brilliant choice, and he's really yeah. good at that. <laughs> he is. He's the best part of the movie. It's just the movie's just really boring. Like I kind of feel like yeah, nothing happens. In that and they movie. talk about the like the custody of the kid and like the Lois right. moving on. It, it's kind of like the that's the Trade Federation like. Uh, like talks of yeah, Superman. It's like, no, I'm That's what it's like. I am not here for this. Like more yeah. shooting him in the eyeball with a bullet. Yes. Yeah. yeah. More of that. More less of that. less of super stalking. Yeah, yeah. Less like, what are they even doing in there? Oh, I bet we <laughs> eat brownies together too. I don't even remember half of that shit. So that's how much. That's how little that movie had an effect on me. All right, so here we go. As we mentioned earlier, in the Lester cut, Superman, I guess, feels that even though Lois says, your secret is safe with me, he gives her the amnesia kiss, another new power that yeah. just comes up yeah. out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. 
the, the all the evil shit he could do was an amnesia kiss. If you yes. think about it. Oh boy. Maybe he did. Who yeah. Knows? Every night he had sex with Lois and gives her that kiss. <laughs> so apparently though, Richard Donner's theory was that Clark can never kiss Lois. I thought Only that was Manx. Oh, maybe theory. that was Manx. Maybe you're right. But somebody's Wait, theory on that team. Yeah. Mankiewicz said Clark, Clark cannot kiss, kiss Lois. Lois, but Superman can. Just for like, a, like a storied standpoint, or like it has to do with the magic of this kiss? No, like a storyline. Like oh, a story okay, standpoint. Okay. And I also think it has to do with the well, fact that they didn't want to use. Yeah, Buster. that's probably it. But because one could argue, doesn't he take his glasses off when he kisses her? And he's that's sort of when he's Superman again. Right. Both so, both versions of the amnesia kiss or the go back zipping around the earth, whatever. Both of those things are dumb. Yes. And yes both of them dumb. are equally dumb. It doesn't matter. I, I want I the lesser cut. I think maybe the, the kiss is maybe a little bit better. Because not the kiss only is less not, offensive. Yeah, and then not only that, you get the scene where he goes back to the president and says, "I'll I'll never right. let this happen again." Kind of. That thing. is a good scene. I liked it because yeah. he's like, "I'm sorry, I was away so long." I. And, and then he, he flies off into space. Wait, does he go to the diner? Is that only in the Lester cut? When no, he goes that's back to the diner? Oh, this is why I have an issue with it. His in John's... the diner cut. Here we go. Go on. <clears throat> All right. <laughs> so he goes back in time. To before he got his powers taken away, correct? Oh, here we go. Right? Maybe. They're time travel Therefore, they never make the trip to the diner. And they never meet this guy. Oh, so he just goes back and so, in time and so beats up this up guy for no reason. he a random person, but everybody's like, I, I just paid all the money to get this place fixed up. That scene should have been cut out, replaced with the president scene, because this, it makes no sense, because it never happened. It's yeah. just like the um, going back to the Back to the Future thing. It's like the, where they have like this whole life that they didn't know they lived. Yeah. Like that's something yeah. I never thought about before. I never thought about what you just brought up right. before. That's, you know, you're right. That's right. The, the time travel cut, thing. So it makes sense to keep it in there. But in the Donner cut, it, 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 and it's a terrible last scene to go out on. It's also not very Superman-like. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, to use... It's it's the same thing, like... Like a petty revenge. Yeah. Like, it's for like him to... It's like smashed up that guy's truck. Yeah. Or it's like, it's kind of like, oh, I can't play football or whatever. It was something they always... It's like a Superman trope, really. It's like, you can't do things that normal people do because he's Superman, you know? And it's... But, like, to go and just... Yeah, to beat this guy up, even though this guy's a jerk and he's like, give me more of this slop or whatever. <laughs> like, I don't know. It's so stupid. It's so dumb. I mean, it's a funny little thing. It's nice to see Otis at the end. Otis is in the diner. <laughs> I don't know where he, I guess he got out. But Otis whatever. is funny comic relief. And at the beginning right. of the movie, we, we didn't get it talked about like Lex too much but all that stuff in the prison is like fun it's like snappy dialogue and like then they escape and, and everything it's like totally that is campy but i like it i i, I do too i, I do too actually yeah it's fun but yeah it's just that that scene doesn't work in, in either cut not even for the although yes john is right i guess yeah. time travel wise it never happened I don't even know what did happen. How far back do you go? Like, yeah, it's just stupid. It's, you know, it's... 
well, but they, they had to the go back. He went like, I, like I can't remember now because I've watched the other movies since then. But yeah, I don't remember exactly where he went back in time and then stopped. Well, I also I don't think that show... that like at the 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 Paris and Eiffel Tower bit is actually like that's part one some of the better like Clark Lois Superman scenes. You know what I mean? Like that's. That stuff all works. Like that, that's yes. all good. It's like good. I do like that Good. It it doesn't like have. It, it's kind of like you know she feels like she's in danger and she's underneath like the elevator and stuff and like it just seems like it's not even as campy as any of the Niagara Falls stuff. You know, it's like oh, just, which Niagara Falls. I we didn't mention this either. Darius and I took that trip. <laughs> That's to right. New York to one of the conventions, and we stopped at Niagara Falls. Did you on go the way back. In, in a barrel over it? We did not, but no, we did we make did plenty of Superman two references. Yeah, we did. Did you send Durson to go get you a hot dog or some fresh squeezed orange juice? I did. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, I'm sure we made that reference. I'm sure we did. And I just kept saying to a watery grave. That's why I kept saying that. That day. But we also we kept saying, "What a nice man!" Oh, he must be Jewish. <laughs> they put in the the daughter gun. Um, well, as a tribute know. to the Schusters and Seagulls of the world. Exactly. Yes. Very good. Who apparently wept when they saw the original Superman. So that's nice. They were like, but, "We could have uh, made so much money." Yeah. But <laughs> Neil Adams actually hooked them up. But still, when that, when that movie came out, they still were pretty broke. Oh, yeah, it's rough. Yeah, so I mean, there's a this movie is being talked about a lot these days by the by by fans because there's eerie similarities between this and the the Justice League Snyder cut, which we've made references to. Well, you um, said um, we're going to talk about that later. I didn't know you were actually going to talk about this later because I haven't heard anything about these comparisons. Uh, so bring them know, on. Watch... Bring them on. So. I don't know the the facts about the Snyder cut. From what I heard, Zack Snyder left because he his daughter died, right? So he just yeah. didn't want to finish the movie. But apparently that Joss Whedon was already brought had already been brought in in sort of a Richard Lester kind of a role to uh, punch up some dialogue. Punch it up. And apparently this, you know, the studio was already kind of like, "Hey Snyder, you've been Dragging your feet on this. It's a little long. You're going a little over budget. All this stuff. I don't know what You're to do. You're going believe. a little over stupid with He's the like, dumb I, I haven't even seen the budget, he said. Uh, well, I mean, also, apparently Richard Donner did have in mind to do multiple multiple Superman movies. Like three, four, five, beyond two, which you shot 75% of. So it's similar to Zack Snyder on Justice League. Like yeah. multiple volume, you know, multiple uh, he was planning episodes, installments. He yeah. started with Man of Steel, and it was going to be more. Right. I don't know. I, mean, was, I don't know what Batman, to Superman, and then Justice League, maybe another Justice League movie after. I think yeah, that was, was gonna kind be, of the plan. Yeah, that was the plan. It was going to be a Justice League one and two, similar to Avengers and yeah, uh, kind Infinity of a whole like yeah. oh, let's do the Marvel thing, but over here and. Then that slowly started to fall apart. So I don't know what is true. I don't know what to believe. I mean, it makes it makes some sense, but like, uh, I don't know. I don't know what's true anymore. But yeah, there are some similarities between 
what Warner Brothers did yeah, back in 1980 and literally what they're doing in 2020, 40 years later. Definitely it's, makes for a good story. <laughs> well, I, I guess, yeah. It's, almost, it's probably a better story than the actual Justice League movie itself. But yeah, I mean, like, I guess if they were going to make two movies, that's how they could make this four-hour version that's going to be on HBO Max, right? Yeah. That's correct. Crazy. And then so also now, under the same thing, like, uh, there's no reshoots for the Snyder Cut. Like, so that's kind of another similar thing because right. they didn't get all the actors. Yeah, well, apparently... What's his name who plays Cyborg? He Ray had Fisher. some... Yeah, he said that Joss Whedon was like a racist. Yeah, he stuff. was like kind of... And and also like um, the guy that plays Finn. John Boyega. John, John Boyega. Boyega. They, he kind of like had like a similar thing, like you know, similar complaints against Disney about like not like sort of doing enough with it. And actually... And just story-wise, they definitely could have done way more stuff with Cyborg in the movie. And I'd seen, like, some of that stuff that they, like, the backstory with him and his his mom and, and him, like, coming to be, like, a, you know, like a football star. Like, they that all that fun stuff about Cyborg, they, they filmed all of it. And it'll probably be in the Snyder Cut. And that, I think they probably could have done more with that. But Joss Whedon pretty much cut it all out. So I think that's why he's mad. Well, I think uh, I think they also were told Joss Whedon that he had to have it at a certain running time, so yeah. a lot of stuff yeah. had to go. Yeah, I mean, that's I'm pretty sure uh, his view on his views on race probably didn't come into it. Although everybody is now like jumping on Joss Whedon about being a dick, whereas like ten years ago, everyone was like, "He's the greatest guy ever. We love him. And, wow, we <laughs> have such a great time on set." So I know I don't know. Uh, you never know who to believe now. You just gotta. Yeah. Also, like, you know, like, someone comes in to the project because, like, you have a substitute teacher or something. You're just like, right. well, we were already doing this, and then you come along. And it's like, we kind of had, like, a thing was going. Who well, knew? it is very similar you know I mean? to Richard Lester, right? I mean, like, nobody wanted him around. <laughs> like, it's kind of like <laughs> yeah. exactly what it is. It's very strange. Like, it, it, yeah. It's weird that they would let, I don't know. I mean, it's obviously it's not the same people. It's funny it's the same studio, I guess. I'll just say that. But well, really, I mean, I it was the Salkinds that were in charge because they had licensed the Superman property from Warner Brothers. So mm -hmm. Warner Brothers was like, we're, we're distributing it. But they didn't really have anything else to do with the movie initially. They also, well, apparently they gave them like, what are the back end? points or whatever like we're you we're not really going to give you the money unless it makes money like right <laughs> you got to put the money yeah up and then like brando is like i want points like yeah so brando got like 11 up. million dollars or some ridiculous <laughs> amount yeah he had like a pretty high salary plus the points which is like but he's like i'm fucking marlon brando bitch yeah um, it was insane how much money Daddy he got Zor-El. So at the time, it was the most expensive movie ever shot in 1980. Of course, so it was 54 million to make. It yeah. made 108 million. It was on top for like 13 weeks at number one at the box office. That's pretty, pretty good. Cool. The year of the of summer blockbusters. I mean, well, yeah, until 
yeah, Raiders also came along, and I, meant I don't know when it came like, out. You know, the the age of of big, uh, it's when they started well, he, the cycle of like putting stuff out. Yes, but it's like he didn't have a new like tentpole film every week. Right. Back then, right. like th- movies played in the theater for longer than they do now. Now it's all about opening weekend. Now, no. right? Now, well, I mean, now, it was. Like, yeah, so, lots of people know. probably went and saw it a few times. I'm pretty yeah. sure me and Derson did. I'm sure we did. So this says uh, USA was released June 19th, 1981. So yeah, it was kind of after Raiders, I guess, and Empire had had their run, but. Uh, I mean, it's made a lot of money, and if you if you adjusted for inflation, it still makes more than any other Superman movie, which is pretty interesting considering even Man of Steel and and all those ones like wow. have made a lot of money. But adjusted for inflation, Superman two is still tops. I don't know what that even means, adjusted for inflation, but <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, it's still my favorite. I'll say I'll just say that. I think I think as I've gotten older, I tend to lean more towards Superman the movie. I'll find that. Like I like the characters. So, uh, it's uh, a much slower paced film, though. It's it's kind of like oh, almost like deathly slow in some places. But I was I was really taking it in when I was watching it today. I I, I was like, oh, it's an hour and ten minutes, and you haven't gotten a good look at Superman yet. You know? Yeah, yeah, that it does take a while. I went, I might have rat fucked myself into like a <laughs> fandom thing here which is like i can't really like pick a favorite like i did go see superman the movie last year or the year before for the 40th anniversary in the, oh, the, theater. In the 40th time no wow. in the theater i'd never seen it in the i've yeah. never seen any of these movies in the theater so like mm-hmm. i saw superman the movie for the first time in the theater and like then i was like when you know, super into, like, comics and learning about, like, Superman and, like, getting obsessed with, like, John Byrne Superman and, like, being excited about Man of Steel and everything, then it's, like, I felt like getting the Donner Cut was, like, this super, like, behind-the-scenes extra thing that I needed to have and, like, learn everything about. So, like, I, I can't distinguish the two versions of the movie in my mind, and I can't really pick a favorite between one and two. But that's just because I've uh, I've fandomed myself, put myself in a fandom of my own by not like no, it's all it's like I'm in the fortress of solitude and everything's reflecting off each other. <laughs> and then someone's gonna take this saran wrap s and throw it at you. That's I feel like I'm, I feel like I'm wrapped in that that little weak cellophane <laughs> of the Superman logo, so I can't really. No time for jitterbugging. I think it's, but it has to do with, because this was probably one of the first movies, you know, I went to the theater to see even like, so in 1981, I was five years old, you know? So I was probably like, and I probably saw it multiple times and I, I loved it. Wore my red towel or my, my pink <laughs> towel. And I had my uncle, right? So like, I don't, my aunt had just married this guy who was big. He was like a big football player guy. And they are no longer married, but he used to like pick me up and pretend to like fly me around like Superman. I was so into it. Uh, So that's probably why, I mean, uh, out of all the Superman movies, I, I, and you know, either cut, it doesn't matter. Like, oh, it's that cute. 
Yes, it was. It was very cute. I don't know. I was super into it. You don't but get that no excited when I do that to you now. Yeah, well, I know. It was like, now I'm like, don't me! My hip! Oh, <laughs> Ow, I hurt! I hurt! <laughs> I couldn't uh, survive a fall from this high. <laughs> it's just, um, you know, like, whatever, the darn... Knowing how much went into, like, it's almost like, it's like, geez, man, it's a miracle this thing ever... Got the 20th century alive. <laughs> I think it's, too bad that I, I'll say it again. I think too bad that that Paris stuff is missing from the Donner cut. Like it, it's almost perfect Superman movie. Film. I do like yeah, that's a fun scene. It shows a lot about Lois. I think even especially like the type of person that she is and how it's it's yeah, that like, same thing. Like, they do it in the like, first one too. I put her on the yeah. first Concord out of here. But she's always like getting herself in trouble, and Superman has to rescue her and everything. And the it's friend like, terrorists <laughs> and the bomb, the bomb. <laughs> yeah, it's fun stuff. But I, I especially like. I don't like the jump out the window scene at all. It's, yeah, it's I hate that. Yeah. I don't like her shooting him. I don't like her shooting him either. That's not. Yeah. That's not even a funny joke. I know. Like, what the hell? I mean, imagine little kids, like, you know, they're, they're telling little kids not to play with guns. And there's Lois shooting at her would-be boyfriend. I don't know, but it's it still gets a lot of things right. And uh, I do like when she's like, it's it's weird to think of you as Clark or whatever. And he's like, well, not to me. You know, like, it's, eh, I like it. They they explore some some good things. It's got the big fight. I mean, let's face it, that's the best part of the movie. <laughs> it's got Lex Luthor, you know, doing his thing. It's, 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 out of super, all the Superman movies, it's by far, uh, I'm not, not going to say by far my favorite, but I mean, it's, it beats any of the more recent ones all the hell. So, like, it's, mm. I I'm mean, sorry. it's all because of Chris, well, you don't have to apologize to me. Um, think I'm going to say Henry Cavill's better than fucking Christopher Reeve? Absolutely not. Like, no. you know, Hugh Jackman is definitely Wolverine. I don't I don't disagree with you about Chris Evans because Chris Evans is there, but he's not... I don't picture him in my mind when I think of Captain America. I picture a different dude that doesn't look like that. Like, but Christopher Reeve, I think of Superman. Superman, I think Christopher Reeve is it's the same person and like when I read the comics, I'm thinking of Christopher Reeve. Like, it's the perfect, perfect thing. He's such a great actor, and he's so great as Superman. Yeah, you are right. He's, this is the part. It's the part I was born to play, baby. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I mean, nothing against, like I said, poor Brandon Routh just didn't have a good script. I mean, like, Henry Cavill didn't either. Like, they just don't have decent scripts. Yeah, but Brandon Routh just, got to... He actually got to do something with that, like before he came into like the Arrowverse and became like a big part of that. And then he was like just so great. That was like the the role he was meant to play with Ray, the CW version of Ray Palmer, who's like the Adam's like a cool character, you know. He's like Ant Man, you know. He can shrink really small, right. he, and he's really he was great and funny and awesome on that show. And then he got to play um, he, he played Kingdom Come Superman actually. So he had like the black 
uh, you know, like the Alex Ross, like future know, yeah. DC, the Older. black thing, and yeah, he had like the uh, the the gray hair, and he was actually it was it was superb, it was great. Yeah. What's his name? Dean Kane. I didn't really watch mm-hmm. that show. We that don't much. like Dean Kane. What Dean did he Kane. do? Did he do something bad? He's, yeah, he's he's just he's got weird taste. He's and, an awful okay. person. Yeah. All right then, never mind. Fuck him. <laughs> yeah. What about Terry Hatcher on the other hand? From Terry Hatcher, yeah. Smallville there, uh, Tom Welling. Tom Welling's yeah, good. I mean, but that's like, young Superman. Yeah, you know, he's like 40. Superboy. I mean, like, that's, there's something to be great about yeah, Smallville, each too. Each person that's played Superman has brought something to it, but no one has fully embodied it the way Christopher Reeve did. And no one ever could, they'll never, they'll never do that again, you know? No. I don't right. even think Tony Stark is like a good comparison. I feel like they made the comic Tony Stark look like Robert Downey Jr. Yeah, I agree with you on that. Yes. I think you were right with the Hugh Jackman comparison. That's like the Hugh only guy. Hugh is the closest. He's the closest. And he's 99.999% there. But Christopher Reeve is. Dark yeah. side is. See, yeah, well, see, Hugh Jackman is a little too tall and a little too not hairy enough. <laughs> I like yep. my Wolverine's hairy. Yeah. 99, but you're right. 99.9%. I mean, it's still pretty damn good. But yeah, Chris, no one's going to get it like Christopher Reeve did. Yeah. So. And really, he was the first uh, yeah. of like the cinematic superheroes. Right. And Abby, so and in the 60s and stuff. I know there were other, like, but I mean, the first big budget, like, right. spectacular. And nobody and even ever said billing. Batman. Well, I know he's like fourth build or something. <laughs> <laughs> he's not top billing even in, in uh, here in, in two. I, I, I think I came no, across today. Hackman is top yeah. billing. And Brando wrote that into his contract with his fucking points and everything. Nice. He like really fucked the Salkinds. <laughs> that sounds like they get out it. of it. He's like, I don't really want to do this. Why don't we just say like uh, Jarrell's a, a bagel, you know? <laughs> he really oh, was baby. like pulling this crap. Yeah. I know. He was Brando, it sounds like. I mean, this was like late stage in Brando. So uh, I think he just kind of was doing whatever he wanted, throwing his Hollywood weight around. <laughs> and didn't they like, sure. it wasn't there like, even on Apocalypse Now, he was like, I'm not even going to say anything really. You're going to pay me by the word. <laughs> yeah. yeah, right. It's so weird. <laughs> My favorite thing when, you know, Brando says Krypton, he says Krypton. But even the actress, did they do reshoots for, um, no, they didn't. Or did they? With La- Laura L. Oh, like if yes. She, she also yeah. says Krypton. Well, she has to follow <laughs> yeah. Brando's lead, I guess. Yeah. He wrote it in. He, he made sure that she had Make to sure that. she said it, too. <laughs> <laughs> no, he was not in the second one at all, except some right. footage that they... He wasn't, yeah. That they, they were Photoshop layered over in the Donner Cut. Yeah. But uh, I mean, overall, it's it's still fun. We'll we'll have to see what happens. Like, yes, with this uh, Justice League thing, see if it comes out the same at all. But uh, well, we, I never finished the first. Yeah, I don't think I'm gonna. League. I don't really give a shit, so I don't know why. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's. It's no matter which cut you see, I think Superman 2 is a, is a fun movie. So that's it. Yeah, I, I think I'm going to lean more towards the Lester cut because it's more of a complete film. 
if if yeah. you had never seen this movie before, because the, the you've never Donna seen it, there's no little... reason to 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 put yourself in a fandom like I did. <laughs> Just yeah. see the sure. original cut, which yeah, is on the HBO, original, if you're huge, and if then you're watch really the sequel, it. and then stop. Don't watch any more Superman movies after that. <laughs> like Unless you want to no, see some I, fun no, Richard Pryor, about... yeah, I guess really just anything like where there's even like funny scenes, like you just look at the scenes up on YouTube, like best of Superman three, best of Superman yeah. four. There are no best of Superman three. The whole movie is awful. Everything about it is terrible. There's nothing good in that movie at all. I know. I said we could do a podcast about that, but I wouldn't be able to watch it. To yeah, I can't. I can't. A podcast. I can't do that. I've won- I've watched it all the way through in my entire life twice. Once when I saw it in the theater, I think once we put it on when we worked at the video store. Yeah, it's and, it's and the movie really... is stupid, and then it becomes horrifying when that woman turns into that fucking robot thing, <laughs> the thing of nightmares. You know? It's really bad, and it's got Richard Pryor, and it's just it's 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 not. It's not a the, Richard Pryor movie that happens to have Superman in it. That's why I yeah. I feel that Superman Four is the better of the two shitty films. <laughs> at least that's a Superman movie, and it has Lex Luthor in it again. You know, it has that's Lois Lane in it again, even though like, like everyone is past their prime at this point. You know. Yeah. They're both pretty bad. Yeah. So yeah, stop watching it after this one. Yeah, but and don't even this. fast forward to Superman Returns, which is supposed to be like a sequel to Superman Two. Like, don't watch that one either. Yeah. yeah you can just watch that. the the plane sequence on YouTube, and that's it. That, then you're fine. I don't know. I think if you're Superman curious, you can watch the eye watching. getting shot in the eye. If you're Superman curious, I think it's yeah. worth watching. Like I don't, curious? I don't think it is. I don't think it is. I think it's a waste of time because it, it's just boring. It's got one action scene in it. Yeah. And then Lex Luthor's plan is the same plan essentially from Superman the movie. I think yeah, it's which fun. Is apparently I, I disagree. Cool. I disagree with you guys. We're a, we're a coalition of, of, uh, of different voices here. I think it's worth people's time. <laughs> All right. I, I don't know. I mean, I haven't seen it since the day I saw it in the theater and I said this movie stinks. But I, I think it bothers me, too, because that movie also ruined X-Men 3 because Brian oh, Singer yeah. decided I'm leaving to go do this lame Superman movie. And then, yes. and then everything got ruined when Brian Singer... Turned out to be a fucking. I know. Shit too. Everybody's this is before we creep. any of that. Yeah, I know he's a creep. Everyone's but... a creep. Yeah, yeah. Singer and Spacey are. They can find themselves in a little fortress of solitude in the middle of the Atlantic Ocean. Yeah, yeah it's me. I, I like it's a lot hard. of Kevin Spacey's movies. I, I, I love yeah, House of Cards. Well, House you know, cards I like House of Cards. I found to be uneven. I thought like the first season was great, second season was crap, third season was good. Then when he wasn't even on it anymore, I was like, like we watched twenty minutes of like uh, I was like I can't even make it through this. This is just like I, I hate this. Uh, yeah, it wasn't I mean, great after he left. Well, after he well, was, they just wanted to finish it. I think to prove that. Yeah, like, they put Robin Wright as like the main character, which was the smart thing to do. But you know, the smart thing to do would just stop. It could have stopped. You're yeah. right. They absolutely could have stopped. Like they, where they ended it was like a perfect ending if they just stopped. He's like, if like he doesn't call pardon me, I'll kill her. Boom! Yeah. You never know what happens. Yeah. Mm. The oh. end. All right. Speaking of the end, let's wrap this up, right? We good? Fuzzballs. We're good. <laughs> We're at, laugh it up, Fuzzball. We got stuff on Spotify, 
Stitcher, all wherever you get your podcast, leakpodcast.com, T Public. You know, they have a lot of sales this month. Check it out, J Hunt 5440 or Robin Hood Comic, uh, comic Book. I can tell people Robin they could go to leakpodcast.com slash shop, and there's stores a link there. Right. That's Very right. You key designs. All that. If cool you can't stuff. remember all that stuff. Yeah, because then, because then, you, if you want one of Josh's things, just because he's not here doesn't mean that he shouldn't be supported. That's right. We still like Josh. Yeah, we still like Josh. <laughs> all right. Well, thanks for listening, everybody, and uh, we'll we'll talk to you later. Sayonara, super. Wait, I was gonna say Sayonara, Superman, but then I was thinking of Sayonara, RoboCop. That's, <laughs> That's all I got. <laughs> I'll buy that for a dollar.